0: rappers that have died in the past three years it's been like a crazy amount you know and i, I i've been just i guess thinking about like how that's so common now mm-hmm. you know how we just kind of like you scroll past it a lot of times where you're like oh another post about pnb rock or another post about myth another post about uh pop smoke pop smoke look he you young know Dolph. Like, young Dolph, young Dolph, yeah like it's crazy how normal these things are right. Like you could, I didn't Twitter. I didn't search on Twitter, um maybe Rock or whatever because I know there was a video floating around mm-hmm. about uh, him getting shot. I think it's crazy, bro. I remember, I remember growing up and never really seeing death like that, right? But the, the kids coming up this in this in these generations, you can Google that and see, like, you know, his his daughters, for instance, can Google him getting killed. Mm-hmm because it, it's probably going to always be on the internet right mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because that trauma that she's they're they're going to experience is like no other right like my brother passed we never found out what happened why it happened and and i don't know if ignorance is bliss but it definitely is something you know where i don't have to deal with the the, the person head on you mm-hmm. know like um with my cousin uh, his the guy who murdered him I google his name from time to time just, and look at his like jail picture and just be like and, I, and i'm thinking like damn like this guy really like killed my cousin over something really small and now he's in jail for like i, I mean by the time he gets out he went in at 20 he's probably gonna get out when he's like 50 60. you wow. know and it's just one of those things where i'm like I, I i don't know if it's better to have known like this dude exists or if it's better to just like not let it like permeate through your body I and mean, you're so, you know, cause I, I've been thinking about it a lot and I really, I really do feel for the daughters and the, just the family and especially the girlfriend that's like, I don't know, you see, you see the person you love pass and everyone's just like destroying you, right? Like you can't even process what's going on, like mm-hmm. what's wrong, right? Like I think we need to get out this mindset of normalizing death and seeing death you know like people kind of just like in chicago right you'll see oh 40 people were shot in the south side of chicago this weekend you know or all-time record and we kind of just keep going about our day as if that's a normal thing Mm -hmm. um i wish we had more uh you know caution or or uh i guess deference to to those people that are going through what 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 are your thoughts on i mean you
1: you hit on Probably seven different things within that, but I think we should unpack all of them, right? I think um, the first thing that you mentioned was the fact that be- in 2022, we can see in real time just these traumas, th- these shootings. Uh, this is ridiculous. Like, nobody should have, nobody should find out first on social media, you know, how the, one of their loved ones uh, has passed away. <clears throat> um, I mean, and then I think just all the people that pull out their phone. Uh, instead of helping people when something happens. I mean, that's also ridiculous.
0: Yeah, no, I was I was saying Kobe, Kobe's wife found out that, you know, he passed and then they took pictures mm-hmm. at the, you know, just think about all of that stuff where people are, you know, really. It's the lack of humanity for me. I think the thing that always bothers me about people posting, um, you know, the deaths and things like that, or like even, you know, when you see gang beef, and they're like you know, they're playing the scoreboard thing where like we took down so and so, y'all took down. We're up, you know, twenty to ten or whatever. I think we really forget the amount of time it put it, it takes to build someone up, right? Like how much the parents had to love him, his his uh or her, like the surroundings, like how much time people went in developing that person, and all of a sudden it's just a story or it's just a, you know, skip down down your your timeline it just kind of always like you know it is what it is you know and then then in the same vein right people question why they're so anxious Uh right like think about it if you google people that died today right you can you can look at their look at their name look at all of these and then all of a sudden you compare your situation to their situation which is natural right just Uh like in our careers right people post about their accolades on social media you might in one side just go damn I'm not you know I'm not there. Uh-huh. He's younger than me. She's younger than me. She's doing this. I'm not doing that. It's natural to compare, but I think when you're comparing death, it's just, it, it hits home a lot a lot more. And I wish there was more empathy, love for, you know, these kinds of situations. Uh-huh.
1: But then I guess, what do you, let's focus on the PNB rock incident just for a second, or murder, I should say. Um, like, Like, what do you think? What do you think about the whole situation? Like, I've seen so many different tweets about why was he over there? Why does she post that? Why was he doing this? Not many people are saying why did somebody try to rob him? You know, so like what do you what 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 are your thoughts just overall on the whole situation? When you saw it, um, just how it went down, uh, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think you sent the Jay Prince thing or um he was just talking about like how it's crazy how we're just so quick to like demonize the the girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? not thinking about like hey like there were people that saw pmb rock going to roscoe's broad daylight right this is 1 p.m in in cali right broad daylight and was like yeah i'm gonna go like take his jewelry or rob him Mm -hmm. if he doesn't give it to me i'm gonna kill him or if he does give it to me i'm still gonna kill him just Mm -hmm. the the process of that i i truly don't get and i don't know if it's because my mind isn't wired that way because i wasn't raised in a certain environment like that it to me that is the most mind-blowing thing where people are just like oh, okay yeah i'm gonna go because i mean it's pnb rock like they're gonna find out who did it that person's gonna be prosecuted he's gonna spend the rest of their life I'm in jail mm-hmm. and all of that right but there's no process or, or thinking process of like the repercussions the consequences of these actions and i think it's just an unfortunate situation where we're seeing a lot of celebrities either be robbed yeah. be killed or be humiliated and if they are humiliated right you know it's almost like they feel like they should die right like uh-huh. over you see all these rappers that uh you know they have allegations about snitching and that's the worst thing in life right that's the worst thing and then they're they're done so it's just a this double entendre of like how can i show myself as gangster as possible how uh-huh. can I, I could do from wherever but also be safe right like also preserve you know my life and in my my, my earnings for my kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think he, you know, now his song, uh, Selfish, I believe, POE rock song Selfish, is streaming at number one mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. you know, Apple. And it's just un- unfortunate because now, like, yes, his kids will benefit from that, but he'll never see it. Mm-hmm.
1: Why do you think people are more appreciated uh, when they pass away sometimes, it seems? especially with, you know, um, actors and entertainers and rappers, et cetera?
0: I think it. I think it has to do with a lot of people forget how short life is, right? Like we have this arrogance in ourselves that we believe that we'll live to be 120, and mm-hmm. I hope we all do. But like, it's just not a reality, right? Like, where I took out a, a a term life insurance right, and I looked at my rate, and I basically looked and was just like, damn. So they're calculating the likelihood that I'll be you know i'll live to a certain age uh-huh. like it's still the responsible thing to do but it's one of those things where like we don't we really don't appreciate how like imminent or how close death really is to us until it's there uh-huh. right when it's gone when that person's gone everyone's just like oh that was my guy. that was my whatever that was my girl like i loved her and it's just unfortunate because like and that and that's kind of why i always Make sure, I say, you know, I love you or I care for you. You know, when I see you or when I see whoever, just because I want people to know, like, how I feel, even mm-hmm. if it's bad, right? Like, I live by that, or like, even if it's bad, I thought about it and I said it, and you know, maybe I could have said it better, or maybe I could have, you know, reworded it, but that's how I felt at the moment. And I and I always, I still ended with, like, you know, I love you and I care for you, but I want that person to know that, you know, I don't know if I if I ever will get to a place where I'm not okay with, you know, bottling things in, but what what are what are your thoughts on like why we tend to, you know, commemorate or give people these flowers after?
1: Uh, you know, I got several different thoughts. I would say I think we're all just at times we're all so busy on on this hamster wheel, right? That like, I mean, there's a sometimes we forget there's a lot of people in this world, right? So it's hard. To uh, to care about everything and everything that's going on, right? Like, even if you look at Apple Podcasts, right? There's probably over five hundred thousand podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it would it would be silly of me to think that everybody's dialed into ours, right? And so I think sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes you you just you, you just you miss stuff, um, you know. In, in the same vein, I think death creates uh, like something very finite. There will be no more. Uh, um, P and B rock albums, right? Like original albums. There would be no more. Uh, it's the same thing with art, right? Like art becomes so much more valuable when the artist dies, um, just because we know that that's the last painting that the art the artist will ever make. And so, um, there's something about depth that creates this um, the finality of depth that creates this scarcity um, that makes people sort of uh, I guess flock to it more. Um, or it could even just be curiosity, right? Like, I wasn't the biggest PB rock listener, right? But, you know, now that he, I'm curious, I'm curious to see what he talked about in his music uh, um, and things like that. So I think um, those are some of the things that come to mind for me.
0: Yeah, and I think death is something that's always there, right? And it's something that's, that makes us anxious. It's something that we wake up with. You know, you have to be grateful for the day. I guess how do you manage like all the anxieties while you're at work and you're dealing with you know real life things that are going on that don't necessarily affect you but they definitely have an impact on your your thinking right like your day. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, you know, I guess I would be interested to hear your thoughts on this too. As someone that you know uh, has a therapist, uh, because for me it's been purely avoidance, right? Like I tell my friends, uh, I, I really don't want to see any bad news, right? Like you don't have to link me the article telling me that 15 people got shot over the weekend in Chicago, right? Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to see it. Um, and so like, if, if I do get those kind of Instagram DMs or texts, you know, I'll, uh, either will basically ignore it and I'll just send something else. Uh, that's more uplifting or positive. I do that all the time. Right. Um, whenever you watch the news, they lead off with terror, right? Terror sales. Uh, so again, I've been very selective in what I'm consuming. Um, and when I'm consuming information, I'm trying to be better about, OK, um, after a certain amount of time, like I want to be uh, inaccessible. right? I, I don't want you to be able to find me unless you really need me. Um, I don't want to be viewing certain content after a certain time, too, because um, it all it all plays a role. Like what you eat plays a role and how you feel, what you're consuming plays a role. It all it all sort of creates this uh, this whole person. And so you got to be very mindful uh, of what you're doing. And I've just been trying to be better at that. What about you? Have you have you learned anything along the way in therapy or have you implemented anything that's that's helped you?
0: Yeah, I think what well, I think what you were getting at is your diet, right? Like your mental diet, right? what, mm-hmm. you can see, what you watch on TV, what you listen to, things like that um, is important because it really does, you know, change your mood. Right. Like whenever I'm sad, I've been trying to listen to like more fun songs. Right. Because like if I'm sad, I don't want to continue to listen to sad songs. So I'm going to get more sad. Mm-hmm in a different way so what you consume is very important and it's it's important to to acknowledge that something is negative like you said i think right acknowledge that it's negative, and just be like yeah this is for me. right like i tend to not have a lot of opinions on a lot of things because i don't want to spin that wheel right like i, I truly don't understand how grown men or grown people in general are so consumed about haley being or the little mermaid mm-hmm like this is like first of all this is something that was announced a year or two ago mm-hmm. but secondly why do y'all care so much if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't like that she's a black mermaid if that is your thing it's just like oh she's originally white all this other stuff then don't have your daughter or son watch that movie mm-hmm. i don't know it's simple to me like mm-hmm. if you don't like it just don't don't do anything that's positive or negative for it just kind of let it be right like there are so many movies I hate, or so many things that I just am not a fan of, right? That I'm okay with it existing and me not being bothered by it, right? Like uh-huh. with the Targaryen, the Black Targaryen in a uh, House—I mean Game of uh, House of Dragons, right? How how he's received death threats and how <laughs> he's, like, been trying, like they've been trying to destroy this man. Uh-huh. He's playing a role that a director casted him as. You know, and it's just like this whole thing of why do y'all care? Like there uh-huh. are so many other things going on in your life, I can guarantee it, right, that you can you can consume yourself with and, and do. But, yeah, we spin our wheels on this Twitter, like, algorithm of, like, why this matters and why our opinion is going to be, you know, the viral opinion that goes crazy and everyone's going to agree with us. So I guarantee you can tweet anything, and there are going to be at least 10 to 100 people that agree with you, right? Like, uh-huh. say something, I want to and somebody would be like no that makes sense mm-hmm. but i think we spend so much time focusing on things that really don't impact or like uh aren't fruitful for our own mental health diets that it doesn't it, it doesn't uh bring us any positive gains right just negative just like us adding to this negative algorithm that somebody else sees and all of a sudden we're, we're down this uh this rabbit hole of oh yeah I, I do think it's crazy that our hair is red,
1: uh-huh.
0: the water, and how she looks. What, why do y'all care? Yeah. <laughs> Blows my mind, bro. I legit be like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Uh-huh. Like, got like, you know, like, I don't know. I just don't have time for that. Stuff. Uh-huh. I really uh-huh. don't. Like, I, I'm trying to do like this podcast. I'm trying to, you know, figure out what I want to do with my family. Like all of these things, I don't have time to necessarily focus on why little mermaid is black i love that she's black first of all and she killed that that uh that Yep. Uh-huh. But like the fact that everyone's just so consumed by it is just like how
1: you you mentioned something that i i've never heard before uh you said um the mental diet is that like an actual like coin term and 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 do you have like a, a definition for it can like you talk about uh sort of how you've been able to set up your mental diet
0: yeah so like mental diet is just you know i guess acknowledging certain thoughts and affirming positivity within your 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 mindset or your your day to day or like you constantly want to affirm like hey you know whatever your goal is or whatever uh you know positive things you can basically say out loud right like i've I've learned that it's better to say it or write it down rather than you know just think it in your head cuz once you, you know Power any your words. So it's important to say these things. And I think when thinking about mental diet, one thing I do is typically I'll go through my social media and I'll look at like who I follow or influences or things that I follow, you know, whether it be like social media sources or content. And I'm like, what is this doing for me? You know, I actually ask myself that question, like, is this bringing me something positive? What am I getting from this, this account? If it's not bringing me anything that's like positive or something that I can use or implement in my own life, I, I tend to just unfollow or or not interact, right? Like mute it until mm-hmm. it, it does have an effect on me. Um, so I think that's important. I also wake up every day and I tend, I try not to go on social media until like 1130, like not any, you know, not check anything, not news outlets or whatever, um, or 1030, 11, 1030, 1130. That's my mm-hmm. sweet spot. But the only reason I do that is because a lot of times, bro, when you wake up, especially as lawyers, and I'm sure everyone has this if you have an email, right, like at your job, you wake up and there's like 30 emails that are asking you to okay. do right? So think about it. You wake up, you go from like deep sleep to your mind racing on these things, right? Like, oh, let me respond to this, blah, blah, blah. You go zero to 100 right like and no car is even built like that where it's sustainable right like if they did it all the time so your mind is the same way right like so my mental diet is if i wake up i need a chance to like breathe to relax to do my thing then look at my emails right and focus on my emails and focus on like you know things that i have to do around the house or whatever and then i'll have time for social media because if i do all at once i'll get distracted by one then all of a sudden i'm like trying to figure out what the fuck my day is going to be. Because it's, it's, oh, I need to focus on, you know, this person passed away or this person want to end me or this person, whatever. But now I have to, you know, draft some disclosure schedules. So how do I balance it? So it's just been easier for me to, like, not consume as much mentally early, Uh maybe meditate, uh, go through my four questions, do things that are, like, more uplifting so I can have a set day in my... do things that are, are better for my day so that, you know, I'm not as swayed or thrown off when, you know, something goes awry from my plan. Uh-huh. What what do, what do you typically do? No, I mean, that's,
1: I mean, that, that's all spot on, right? I mean, in terms of my sort of uh, routine, uh, you know, I've, I've been trying to be better at uh, blocking out all the excess noise, especially on work days, right? So, so you know, to, to start most weeks, I really do check, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal and, and Bloomberg and, uh, things like that, just because over the weekend I probably haven't read not one news article, right? And so I, I definitely I'm uh, always checking like the markets and things like that, just just seeing what's going going on there, just so I can be aware um, of what's going on. Uh, and I've also found that you know going through that exercise, it actually sort of for me it um, is intellectually stimulating, so it kind of wakes me up. Um, so then once I sort of set that period of all right, I'm gonna read some articles, I'm done then I jump into my inbox and look at uh, my emails and things like that. And I feel like I'm ready to go at that point. Um, And it's actually helped me uh, in client conversations and things like that. When they just say simple things like, Oh, did you you see where the tenure is at? I can actually say like, yeah, I actually did see that. You know, whereas uh, earlier in my career, I would just be flying kind of blind on a lot of stuff because I wasn't picking up uh, the newspaper and reading relevant material. So, that's kind of how i start uh and then i gotta i gotta do some of the things that you mentioned around social media i gotta set better parameters because I, I don't have those parameters um right now uh i am sort of uh in a bunch of group chats and 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 sending all kind of stuff especially um with nfl season starting and nba and all that kind of stuff like uh, that's been social media is a gift and a curse right on one hand, i've been able Um, The gift is I can stay connected to friends and and, and family and people that I otherwise probably wouldn't interact with that much. Um, But the downside is sort of all the other stuff that we're talking about. Um, uh, Constantly flooding your brain with too much stuff. Um, And then just the negative stuff that can also uh, appear on social media.
0: And, you know, as,
1: as we're talking, I'm like, we got to get a a mental health expert on here just to give us some practical tips on, on how to navigate social media. Because like when, you know, staying on topic i guess when a, when a B rock dies or a pop smoke dies uh that how that information is received i can only imagine was a lot different than when tupac died right or when biggie died just because um i'm assuming that uh that information didn't, didn't spread as quickly and, and so maybe uh, people have more time uh to digest it i think and they also didn't they didn't see the actual killing you know what i mean so
0: it, yeah, it wasn't as immediate, right? Like, I guarantee it probably started up as a rumor that so and so, like, Tupac died back in the day. And then you're like, all right, so you get the rumor and you see, you wait for the news at nine o'clock at night and you're like, okay. But now it's more immediate, right? Like, as soon as PNB died or as soon as PNB Rock died, you saw every social media outlet posting mm-hmm. it, right? So then you can go to that social media outlet and be like, all right, let me see. Because so, some, some people would be like, oh, he's fighting for his life. He's this, he's a. Uh, you know, he's gonna be healthy, he's back. Some people said he died, you know, and it's more like, I think we missed the, the. you know, everyone wants to be first and no one wants to be right. Like mm-hmm. be right, second, you know, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, cause if you take your time and, and really find out the information, you're kind of late and you're not the one that's going viral. You're not the one that everyone's reposting and things like that, which is unfortunate. Um, one thing you talked about though, uh, just to switch subjects a bit, so when you have these conversations with your colleagues and you know you are hit to like what's going on in the market all of the nerdy things I guess what does that do for you in, in those conversations does it give you reassurance like what what, what does, it, does it do for you
1: it it depends right and so the way I'll answer that is um, if there sometimes it shows me just how far apart we are uh, me being you know a, a black professional and, and and working with certain, different demographics, right? Sometimes uh, some of the things that um, they care about or that are top of mind for them are completely different than what's top of mind for me sometimes. And so um, I think the timing of the conversations is, is really how I'll answer that question, right? So um, when a George Floyd or someone else is murdered, that's what's top of mind for me, right? I don't, but if you're coming to me and you're talking about the 10 treasury or something, then that that kind of bothers me, right? And and um, it lets me know that all right, maybe we're not uh, on the same page or aligned, right? But I think at the same time, however, though, like if a George Floyd is murdered, um, and they do mention it, mm-hmm. that that kind of helps build our report even more. Where I'm like, okay, this person uh is aware of what's going on and and is able to talk about things in a setting that most people would kind of shy away from it right so that kind of helps build trust um but yeah your original question it really just depends right like i am actually interested uh in learning from people so anytime i get there's a conversation about just anything that i probably wouldn't necessarily contemplate or um they have a different skill set uh then, then it's interesting to me, right? Because we're coming from a lot of our deals from a legal perspective, but being in-house, I get to partner with uh, investment managers and business minds, right? So they have a different set of things that they care about. When we're looking at a purchase and sale agreement, you and I are looking at the reps and warranties and, and, and things like that. that yeah. they don't, right? They're looking at, all right, what's the purchase price? How much is the earnest money? Uh, things like that. And so when you can partner with people that um, – view things so, through a different lens, you can, you can, you can become a better person and a better mind, I think. So.
0: No, I think that's very important, right? Like being hip, being aware of like what's going on. I think a lot of times I don't find uh, those things to be as interesting. And I remember talking to my um, the manager partner at my firm, who's a black man, uh, really, really great guy. Um, I remember him telling me like, you know, he would be in certain rooms and they be talking about like lacrosse or something Mm -hmm. something like Like, he wasn't hip Uh to and he said that a lot of times all he would do is he would let them talk about it and then he would talk about something that he wants to talk about basically Uh like dominate (laughs) the conversation right like he would just be like yeah that stuff's cool but do you watch basketball Uh you know because the thing is his whole thing was he wanted to feel comfortable right like and if that circle wasn't comfortable for him he would just either move or he'll change the topic you know, but he wasn't going to just sit there and and torment himself in in these situations, right? Like when you're working with your colleagues, it's different. right like there's certain things that we should be aware of, and like as far as the legal market goes and things like that.
1: Um, yeah, so so
0: about that a lot.
1: No, you're you're making a good point. See, I really want to answer that. I was really talking about when I'm like when I'm starting my day and those kind of conversations. But right. the 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 lunch table conversations, right? I have definitely. Especially early in my career, been invited to a table to we'll talk about things that were probably from the '80s or '70s, and I just couldn't relate. Um, and I used to think that I had to like find something to chime in on and, and try to be a part of that conversation. And I'm like, no, like for so long we've thought we had we've had to make white people feel comfortable, right? And it's like, no, like I'm going I'm going to show up as myself. I'm going to be myself, and I'm going to talk about the things that are interesting to me. Um, and hopefully we can find some common ground there, but I'm not going to pretend that I, I watch lacrosse or so something along those lines. I'm not doing that anymore. I actually want to, if you don't mind, I actually want to go back a little bit to uh, the conversation we were having about just social media, um, just social media. Cause I think social media is just such a big social, like when you look at the history books on this time in our life, there would definitely be a chapter on social media. Um, and Um, we kind of talked about, um, some of the bad, uh, with social media in terms of some of the news that can get out there and how quickly it can spread. You know, you mentioned about PNB rock about Kobe, basically any tragedy and, and things like that, it can, it can spread like wildfire misinformation can also spread like wildfire. Um, but I guess I'm curious, I guess one other, as we're sort of, as we're sort of talking about some of the positives and the ills, uh, of social media, one thing that. Um, I've been wrestling with quite a bit uh, is this idea of using social media to, to build your platform and build your brand and things like that. Um, and obviously we recently had uh, Isioma on the podcast and I asked her, I said, Hey, where do you, where do you think the line is between, you know, promoting yourself uh, and arrogance, right. And just doing too much. And um, I thought all of her responses were very thoughtful and um, I'm not going to preview them here. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and listen to on uh, was episode about moving with intention. Um, but I guess I just wanted to know your, your thoughts on that. Like when you see people uh, self-promoting and things like that and building a brand, uh, where do you think that line is? Because obviously we've seen that, that it can work, right? like you can get, you can get a blue check mark and you can, you can get uh, paid to be an influencer and things like that. Uh, but just what are your thoughts on that whole thing?
0: i'm okay with it i remember i used to hate it when people used to you know publicize what they're doing because i'm like yo nobody really cares like do that on linkedin and things like that Uh, for instance i remember there was an attorney that used to post everything so i remember uh, this person posted that they were uh, i forget the certificate but they were made eligible to argue in federal court and basically it's a like you just sign up for it all right like Mm -hmm. you get a certificate you know they check your background but people were just like, congrats. And they were reposting it and everything. And it, I guess if you don't know, right, like that's something that's just like, damn, that looks, that looks amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's just she this this person just applied. Mm-hmm. So I used to hate things like that where you know, right? Like where that person that owes you 20 bucks and they're posting bottles. And you're just like, bro, I know this dude owes me money. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> um, you know, I used to get mad at those situations now I'm okay with it you know because I I kind of I mean I do it from time to time like I just recently was uh awarded you know top uh attorneys of 2023 right like that is actually a, a really good accolade to have and it's not something that like you know they just give out it's peer-reviewed um so someone that like or someone a, a group of people at my firm kind of came together and like we're like hey you know we think he's like you know up and coming and all this stuff
1: um i was happy to see you post that right because it's like you should be you should take pride if somebody's saying this guy is doing it the right way or doing something somebody saw something in you nominated you for it and you were awarded it right like there's some there's something to be said about going through that process uh and being uh selected for something
0: that was that actually was my reasoning too is that the fact that i was acknowledged right like i was at Mm -hmm. a previous firm where it wasn't great for me mentally it was actually terrible for me mentally that's you know, it's one of the reasons I continue therapy. Like, I used to talk about it all the time. Um, and I wasn't acknowledged. I wasn't really giving my flowers at all. And I was working my ass off. And I was uh-huh. trying to appease and make sure people, like, were proud of me and things like that. And it just wasn't good for me. And then, I, you know, I go to another firm. And this firm is, like, very great with, like, development. And the people are so nice. Uh-huh. Uh, but that changed the environment. And then all of a sudden, I get acknowledged. And I'm like, Yo, people need to know, like, I, you know, not to say, I I guess, I guess it could be seen as bragging or or something like that, but it is what it is. You know, like I I legit was happy for myself. You know, I I legit worked my ass off Mm -hmm. this past year or so because I had something to prove. So the fact that I got acknowledged, I mean, who knows when that will happen again, right? Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that's shrugged off for for a kid that's from Milwaukee, went to Custer High School. You know, like my life has been not acknowledged for a long time you mm-hmm. know the fact that a firm or like a, my colleagues were like hey this dude is legit right like it's not like they gave it to everybody mm-hmm. in in our um practice in fact like i think only six associates out of our corporate practice got the and that was one of the six mm-hmm. so it is something that like i remember going back and forth with, like should i do this or not but you know and especially even posting on linkedin versus like ig right like I was like, oh, is this on brand? And I was like, well, what the fuck does that even mean? What is mm-hmm. it? You know, like, like I am who I am. You know, I'm 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 the same person on IG as I am on LinkedIn. I just, you know, present it differently. And I think that I had to be comfortable with whatever came with that, right? Like if it is arrogance, if it is confidence, like it's accepted.
1: You know, um I think you should self promote. I think people should self promote if you don't promote yourself, uh, you'll be underpaid and undervalued and overlooked uh, to a large extent. I'll share a story too. Uh, You know, Milwaukee has this thing called the the 40 under 40 uh, every year. And um, you know, I'm not sure how the selection process or nomination process goes, or I I have a little bit of insight, but I don't know fully. Um, But I've been seeing the list the last, you know, three or four years or whatnot. And uh, I'm like, Hmm. I wonder how they're actually coming up with this list uh, and, and what, what it's based on. And a lot of times it's based on who you know, uh, who knows you and uh, who can vouch for you and, and things like that. And so if people are unaware of your platform and what you're building, uh, you're not going to be top of mind for them. Right. And so 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 you can be doing all the great things in the world, uh, but no one will ever know. Um, but then should you care? Right. That's a whole other conversation problem. Should you even care? Um, so.
0: I think with any of those accolades, it's up to you to, you know, either dim your light or let it shine. Like, I think mm-hmm. we so many times get caught up in, like, our perception and how we're going to be perceived by, you know, the masses or this random person on Twitter that probably, you know, hasn't accomplished half of what we've done or or even, you know, ha- maybe has and just hates that we are doing it, right? Like, I think at times we just need to get more comfortable with, like, it is what it is, man. Like, um, I'm I'm going to live my life and post what I post and do what I do, but always be true to myself. And if I'm true to myself, no one can take that from me.
1: The only other thing I'll say about this though, is that like, if you are going to be the person that self promotes, and this is just my humble opinion, you got to be good at your day job, whatever that is, right? Like, because if you're not, you're undermining your credibility, right? Like, just like you mentioned, the person that's popping bottles in the club, but owes you money, like that person is no longer credible, right? And so um, if you're on LinkedIn or wherever else and you're posting constantly about what you're doing, uh, or you're posting articles all day and, and commenting on everything, just please make sure you, you've at some point put your head down and you've grinded um, and that people that are, are working closely with you um, that they can vouch for you because I, I think that's also important and that's how you also make sure you're not viewed as a clown. That's my opinion.
0: Very true. Being not viewed as a clown is super important. bro. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just to talk about like the rappers that have passed in the past, like three years, like PNB Rock, FBG Doug, FBG Cash, uh, Lil' Key, uh, Slim 4100, Young Dolph, uh, Biz Bismarkey, he was a little older, but shout out to Biz Marquee. Um DMX, Lil' Loaded, I heard of him. Um, there's a lot, of, Mo3, King Von, um, he, there's, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have passed, one to gun violence or to, you know, overdosing, like uh, Mac Miller. I love Mac Miller, but like, I think we really forget, like, these guys are gone, and and we shouldn't normalize like the trauma we go through, right? Because I think music is one of those things where it brings some some good out of you or or some bad, right? Like, and it, if nothing else, it brings out an emotion. So, you know, that attachment to this artist shouldn't be undermined or or just forgotten it It, i think it should be acknowledged in your day and just you know you deal with that trauma how you deal with it but definitely acknowledge that you know this has happened and you know you go from there
1: i mean we were at we were at maple and ash uh celebrating celebrating my birthday when they announced that black panther you know chadwick boseman had died i remember that really that really messed me up obviously not to the extent that his actual loved ones and, and things like that, but it was just like it was a reminder of just how how precious life is uh, but it also made me sort of appreciate that moment that we were having uh, even more. It's like you don't know how many more contract renewals you're gonna get right so mm-hmm. like you gotta you gotta appreciate those while you have them uh, and that just, by the same token uh, when these people pass away, it's motivating uh and i don't mean that in like a weird way but it's motivating just to see all that they've been able to accomplish and all the legacy they left behind and it, it makes me want to be like okay i need to turn it up because not because i want the accolades but i want people to, to recognize what i tried to do while i was here one of the segments that i make sure to never miss uh during the emmys or any other award show uh is the tribute to people that have passed away mm-hmm. i literally sit there um read every name and I'll even go look up some of the people if I wasn't familiar just to see, you know, what contributions that they were able to make while they were here. Um, and again, it, it, um, reminds you of the fragility of life and also just to, to, um, never take anything for granted and, and go hard while you're here.
0: You no, know, you need those reminders. Cause if you don't have them, right, you're kind of living aimlessly and, and without any, um, you know, I guess sense of urgency. Um, you know, cause it, that, that, that date is coming for all of us, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's certain. That in taxes, I guess. Yeah. Taxes are certain. That's in taxes. Yeah. in taxes. But uh, it's one of those things where, like, you know, that reminder, like, although PB uh rock was younger than me, it made me think like, yo, that kid was able to do something by the age of 30 that I have all right. Like, not many people know about Tone, like they know mm-hmm. about Rock, but mm-hmm. I appreciate like the amount of time and effort and grind that he put in just to get where he was, the sacrifice it took. To get to that level, is, is is like none other, you know. And I that, and I think that's why we never started this podcast or talk about talk down on rappers or NBA players or NFL players or nothing like that. We just always want there to be a more of a conversation like other things you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's important to to get shed like to that and just to understand and appreciate every avenue rather than thinking that you can only do one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Myron role we would love to have you on one day but my role is you know one of those guys where he pursued his dream of being in football and then he's like yeah this ain't this ain't for me anymore let me evolve." now he's like a, a neurosurgeon um you know a well-respected neurosurgeon in the caribbean mm-hmm. so like i mean you you always have to one know when a chapter is done to start the next chapter but always appreciate the process and i think we are still processing, and we're still getting through our day, um, but it's important to acknowledge every moment that we have.
1: If I remember correctly, uh, you're a big Tupac fan, and you had like a this big ass like Tupac book or something like that, like on uh, back in college. Uh, can you just talk about like, I guess what what Tupac uh, meant to you, and just oh, just what rappers mean to the culture? I guess, like,
0: yeah, for me. Tupac, Tupac's my goat. And it's it's because, not because of, like, his rap style or his lyrics or anything, but the the impact he had on people, right? Like, the change and how thoughtful he was and aware he was at 25, bro. I mean, he died at such a young age, but he was very aware, like, you know, how the world was and how, like, how things were not uh, benefiting Black people in particular at the time and how, like, the inequalities were more evident um to him at such a young age so he's always been my goat because he was someone that was willing to sacrifice you know whatever he whatever he stood for right and I think that's a courageous thing to do although he you know passed through gun violence and you know I think it has something to do with like that fight that he had before I mean you forget like a lot of times we grew up idolizing rappers like I idolized uh J. Cole when I was in college like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this dude. and he's only, like, three years, four years older than me, but it was, like, him, like, he's talking about things that I love. Kanye, um, 50, all these guys that, like, I remember when I heard these albums and just was, like, this is changing my life. And I think we forget, like, what impact that actually has on us and, two, like, what it what it did for us, right? Like, when Lil Wayne mm-hmm. went on his his tour where he dropped, like, all his summer anthems and, like, all his mixtapes, that was some of the best summers of my life. Mm-hmm. you know, rappers riding around, me, Brandon, Ryan, just me and my guys just riding around like listening to that music, like it really impacted us. So it it, it will do ourselves a disservice and not be we'll be you know not we'll be it would be a false statement to think that we are just like you know not impacted by rappers and, and just their deaths.
1: No that's that's spot on. I mean I can I can think of almost every album that was impactful to me and where i was at when i first heard it or like how many times were we in the library and music was feeling this how many times did we listen to music before walking into a test right like like you're right that shit is definitely uh very close to us and their impact uh cannot be overstated
0: did you did you have a song that you listened to before every you know exam or something like that or ritual I would,
1: yeah i would say uh a couple right so um Can't tell me nothing by Kanye is definitely one of the ones that I would always listen to. uh, Just when I when I was doubting myself and needed to get more confident, Mm -hmm. Um, "Heart of the City" uh, Jay Z that's the one when I felt I was going into war. I listened to that one a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then whenever I was down and feeling out, uh, J Cole show me show me something right. That's I played that one all the time. Like when I was going through something, just like trying to figure out how how do I get out of this situation, like. and so forth. So so rap music has definitely uh played played a role. So I think that's why when when these dudes do pass away, um you feel robbed. You know, you feel robbed because like I, I I needed you.
0: So for me, I think the one song I listen to is Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And I listen to that to like anytime I'm scared about anything, I listen to that song just because it's calming and like it, it does kind of put me in a place where I'm realizing like it's not the end of the world. Like, I remember taking the bar and just being like, oh my God, I'm freaking out, I failed, blah, blah, blah. And in reality, like, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It really is, like, just don't worry about it, you know? Like, it's going to be okay, and it's, it's been okay. Um, but I, I think, you know, I never really... I, my, my favorite rapper is J. Cole, for sure. Um, and that's the only time, like... I'll take that back. I remember when when Tupac died, and me and my brother... We like believed in the seven day theory. We were waiting for him to like arise a year later, on like you know, on, I think it was November. I mean uh, September seventh or something like, because he died at twenty five, two plus five is seven. We had this whole thing that me and mm-hmm. brother waiting, just like, oh, he's in Cuba, he's just hiding out. <laughs> like we had so many things that we just believed. He was in the Wayne Wonder video. That's what everybody <laughs> was saying. Yeah, yeah. So like we had all these theories and things like that. So um, I think J Cole is probably one of the rappers where I'm like, yo, if something happens to J Cole, that's that's one guy I would be like, damn, I really because it, it had me. I mean, all his mixtapes, all his albums for that matter, like brought me out of a place. Kid Cuddy too, um, like brought me out of a place where I was just like down. Um, so those are like some of my heroes. And it'd be, you know, I guess when you see your heroes go through things or or pass. Um, you know, it, it does hit different. And it always, like you said, in earlier conversation, it's finite, right? Like there will never be another, you know, P&B rock original album, you know, in his life, um which is unfortunate because, you know, so many people depend on these songs, depend on these artists, you know, for better or for worse. I, I do think the, the killing of the P&B rock kind of shows where we are as a society, like where we're at. Right? Like if you have a little more, than anybody you know you, you can get got which is unfortunate i guess it might have always been that way and we just weren't aware but mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate that we see it every day mm-hmm. somebody, robbed, somebody getting killed whatever like i mean it's not even like a it's it's more general news now like mm-hmm. we're yeah video of so-and-so died I, I i wish we would go back to a, a society of like respect and just like
1: um, i'm I know neither of us are experts in this area, but do you think do you think some of these platforms like Twitter, Instagram, do you think they should be stepping up and banning that kind of content? Like right, like like treating this stuff in a way that it should not be accessible. We should not be able to see some of this stuff. And should that be actionable?
0: I thought about this question a lot actually. I always go back and forth on whether or not they should step up or is it on the on the society as a whole to to kind of check it? um the only issue that i think always i I stop at is is it newsworthy right like these celebrities dying is newsworthy how they Mm -hmm. die is probably more personal and it's something that shouldn't be as publicized but it's always one of those things where the onus to me is always on the people first right like we as a society should self-correct because social media platforms are gonna that's their job they're gonna (laughs) exploit and uh you know put make this algorithm that will go viral or you know that their platform will be on top of or you know that will be trending so it's, it's their job to do that right like i can't blame them for, for their job but as a society we have a, a job to kind of like be respectful you know like or not even be respectful but kind of be decent and i mm-hmm. think that, um, you know the reality is that not everybody's decent there are, there are a lot of You know assholes and people that don't really give a damn about the next person but you know maybe that's too too much on the on the general population as well i just i I really don't know what do you think
1: no i think i think you're spot on and and i haven't read the vanessa bryant lawsuit but i guarantee at some point in that uh in that filing the judge simply said uh that they failed to be a good human you know i guarantee something along those lines um where they they failed to realize that this was man was a, a husband a father and you guys treated it uh like it was some kind of uh pokemon card or something along those lines like it was some kind of commodity right and so um yeah i, th- I think everything you said is spot on just we need to pray for humanity as, as a whole uh, and, get, and get back to being better humans even when I was thinking about, oh, is there legal recourse? You're just like, how about nobody picks up their phone and records it? You know, <laughs> like,
0: that's like, it. like it's always um, crazy where, like, you always see those, hear those stories where, like, someone's dying and somebody's just recording it. Look at this person dying. Like, what mm-hmm. the problem? Call 911. Like, dude, I don't know. I just, I always am perplexed by that. Like, oh, look at this story. It's so cool or it's so interesting. I mean I don't I don't know if we'll ever get to a place where it makes sense, but I just know I'm gonna try to do my part and kind of be aware and make those around me aware like what's going on and, and just let them kind of figure it out. You know, cause this that's my stance. Like I don't really I'm not really for a lot mm-hmm. of negative stuff. Like I don't follow a lot of, you know, social media accounts that post like all of the new like the that posts all the negative content because it just ain't for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not where I'm at. And if you post, repost all of that stuff, I kind of unfollow or meet your story anyway. So mm-hmm. that's just my approach.
1: Um, what are you taking away from this conversation?
0: I think mental health and your mental diet is super important. Right? Like, I, I like the conversation that we had about that. Just, just because we were able to identify that consumption is everything. Right? Like, And if you don't, consume the right things or you're not aware of what you're consuming it will eat you alive and it'll show all right like you won't have a glow to you you will you know think negatively you will always be anxious you will have certain perspectives on life that kind of will deteriorate and, and like harm you in the in the long run so i think that that was super important and just like branding right like we always talk about branding and how we're just trying to figure it out too right like and this. It's not like the idea like fake it till you make it anymore because i think everyone's faking it to an extent at this point but you, you kind of just ex- respect it you know i got into a place where i respect respected what what did you take away from it?
1: yeah for me i think sometimes we get so caught up in like oh we need a topic we need a topic and really like our whole goal was just to have a conversation and i think we just did that right like i think um if nothing else this was therapeutic And so I I definitely thank you for, for uh, hopping on and even mentioning the PNB rock thing. Cause it was definitely, it was on my mind too, right? Like, I'm just like one, I was pissed off when people were sending it to me. And then two, I'm just like, I was just pissed. I was just mad at people blaming the, the, the the girlfriend. Um, then I was mad at myself for trying to like, I guess, rationalize why it happened to him. Like, Oh, why was he wearing a chain? Why was he? And it's like, no, like, the person that killed him is a coward. Right. And, and like, that's it. That's all that's, that's the bottom line. Uh, and so, um, if nothing else, this conversation was therapeutic. So, you know, I appreciate you.